So welcome to the Homeschool Teacher Lounge. I am Misty Winkler. I homeschool, well at this point really, I homeschool three of my five kids because I have one that's graduated and one that is uh, doing dual enrollment at the college, but I'm homeschooling three still. And uh, I write and podcast about homemaking and homeschooling and doing life cheerfully at simplyconvivial.com. And I am the author of The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. And I'm joined by my friend, Pam Barnhill. Hello, hello. Yes, I am Pam Barnhill. I think it's been a crazy weekend and a crazy day. (laughs) I homeschool three children. Um, I have two homeschooling podcasts, the Your Morning Basket podcast, all about morning time, and also the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast, which is quick, easy answers to homeschooling questions that you might have. Um, And I have a website at pambarnhill.com and a new book coming out. So tell us about your book. Yeah. So, well, it's not just my book. It's also, I co-authored this book with the wonderful Heather Tully and you can find her at Heather Tully Photography on Instagram. And um, it's all about uh, morning time. We call the book Gather. Uh, So it's about gathering with your kids uh, to learn and live and love together. And it's a photo book because Heather is this wonderful documentary photographer And so she went into the homes of like nine different families and took all of these fabulous pictures of them gathering together and learning together. And it's a really beautiful, inspirational book. And you can find it already for pre-order at pambarnhill.com slash gather. We have a lovely pre-order bonus uh, and uh, which is a video workshop that Heather's going to do all about helping you see and take your own beautiful pictures like are in the book. And uh, so- Anyway, yeah, we're going to, the the official release date of the book is April 5th, but we imagine it'll hit my house about mid-March, and so Mm -hmm. I will be mailing them in March. So, that's exciting. Yes. Yes. Get a big box of books. Uh, No, no, no. I had journals delivered last week. Two pallets of journals. (laughs) We don't do things here. We do things by the pallet. Pallet. <laughs> yes, pallet. There's two pallets in our garage. My husband's like, how long are these going to be here? <laughs> so, yeah, so much fun. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, you said you had a crazy day, but how is your homeschooling going? Last you, So far, I mean, really, it's either you've been sick or it's boring. Right, yeah. We're, we're still sick. <laughs> And I'm sure the kids would tell you it's boring, (laughs) but we're still sick. Um, So last week, uh, you know, so we, we fought COVID for like three weeks and then we got over that. And then last week uh, my kids went off to a a youth retreat and one of them came back with a cold. So he still has a cold. So, you know, four days after he gets back, he's got a cold. He's just, you know, and then the little one started, uh, having stomach issues. I'll just say it like that, you know, Friday. And then by yesterday we had to make it a trip to the emergency room for IV fluids because he could not keep anything down. 
could oh, not keep anything down. Sad. Yeah, it was really bad. He was so dehydrated and just felt horrible. So uh, the boys are kind of on the mend today, but yeah, it's still it's like one thing right after another. So. Yeah, I am about to head into convention season, which is always a lot of fun. So I am actually making um, the what to do to get finished list for uh -huh. my homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I learned about this from Amy Sloan. I'll have to find the link. Um, let me make myself a note. I have to find the list, but Amy Sloan uh, posted about these a couple years ago from humilityanddoxology.com. And she makes her kids like this list of what they need to do to be done. I normally do not make them this early, but with things just being really crazy, uh, like us being so sick and heading into conventions. And then my daughter said to me last week, uh, she's like, I really like Civil Air Patrol because they give me this list of exactly what I need to do to promote. And I'm like, oh, you like that, do you? <laughs> That's not an evil laugh. Really, it's not. And so um, I actually have a bunch of books sitting over here on my table. And I am working on their what I need to do to be finished list. Um, so. Well, yes. that's a nice when they are old enough to, to take that list and recognize their part and the responsibility for getting that done. That's a big, you know, that's one of those leaps up yeah. <laughs> that you can't, can't really count on when they're little or, you know, definitely can't. But as they get older, it's like, okay, actually, you know, you want to know where you're at and what needs to happen. And we can, um, you know, let, let the kids actually get, mo get some self-motivation going yeah. in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be able to use that uh, while I'm gone. And I've got some fun things that I'm going to put on there. Uh, and so I, I think it'll, I think it'll be a good thing. And it's not to say that I'm just going to walk away and not be involved in our schooling because we're still doing sure. so many subjects together, but this will give them something to do when I can't be sitting there with them. So this will like, and they can, they can take that initiative to work ahead if they want to. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, when well, you come back from convention, and they say, well, you weren't here. I didn't do anything. You're like, mm. so you oh, want no. to be doing school in the summer then? Is that, that's what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and two, because like, so if you look at March, I'm taking two of them. Well, I'm taking one of them with me for the first trip and then two of them with me for the second trip. And so this gives me a place to put things that they can do. Like there will be things going on the list that had not previously been on our curriculum. Mm -hmm. Right. And so this gives me a place to put things for them to do that they don't have to be together to do. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good point. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So how about you? Well, we are, we completed our first week of spring term with it snowing and now it's raining. I feel like I'm going to have to rename this term. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think spring starts a lot later here uh, than it did back in the Tri-Cities. But um, spring term, we're in week two now. And um, we got the kids' checklists printed. And, um, you know, it's kind of crazy just looking at the list and saying, well, we actually have just 10 weeks left of school. 
So, you know, just kind of getting to that. It's it's one of those where it's almost the end, but definitely still plenty of weeks. You can't can't yeah. be done yet. <laughs> yes. But um you know, coming we have we have just the right amount of work to actually finish as planned. So there is motivation on my part to just just keep at it because if we stay on schedule, we will be done in mid-May. But there's not room to deviate. <laughs> right, right. If we don't get it done, it'll be longer. So trying to stay on track and just keep things going. So you're shooting for mid-May? Yes. Okay. That seems a little late for you. It's a little later than normal, isn't it? Well, we usually finish um, early May and then take okay. a week for testing. So, uh, but we don't have to do any testing in Idaho. So, nice. tes so testing week is a school week. And I think we'll probably be using that to do the final wrap up of some things because we did take a little bit more time to move. When you move. Yeah. yeah. But um, we don't have to do testing. So that, that frees up sometime. Yeah. Yeah. We will go right up to probably at least the third week of May. If, and and maybe even this year, just a little more. So, uh, yeah. So, yep. Feel ya. Feel ya. <laughs> so Lisa asks in the chat, when, at what age we start making our kids a checklist? My kids got a checklist when, like, from the very beginning, when they were five. And, but, but I'm going to caveat this with... <laughs> Uh, it was a different kind of checklist. So it was a daily checklist. It was a spiral notebook checklist that I learned about from Sarah McKenzie. And um, it was typically the same thing every single day, but it was not for my child. It was for me. So it was, yes, it was to eliminate my decision fatigue. This child was not expected to use it in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I would pull it out at the end of morning time and I would look at that little, and actually he was probably six because anytime before six years old, homeschooling is optional at my house. And I would say, okay, so it says like all about reading and Matthew C alpha page three and, you know, uh, practice your A's or T's or whatever. And we would do those three things and it would take us like 15 minutes. I would mark them all off. I would write the list down again and I'd send him on his way. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, mine's similar for my older two. They didn't get their own checklist that I handed to them. I had my own checklist that I was referring to, but they never saw. But they got their own when they were 10 and 8. And that's when I spent probably at least a full year and more like into the second year teaching them how to use a checklist. It wasn't like... Here, I made this checklist. I'm going to give it to you. You can read. Ta-da, you're independent. <laughs> right. It was more giving them um, the, the visualization for this. This is your assigned work. Mom is not making this up every day to make your life difficult. <laughs> this is what's expected. <laughs> you can plan on it. And... Um, but then with my other subsequent children, because the other kids had a checklist, they wanted them. Right. And so I started making them checklists at um, six or seven, but they were short. 
and um i didn't really follow through it was just like okay you want a checklist if you want to follow a checklist here you go kind of like the number of pages or you know if they want to do math it's like well here is something that you will count as a math page but i don't care if you do it or not (laughs) so just to keep you occupied while i'm actually homeschooling the other kids and it's a it's about seven or eight, depending on the kid, where I actually start like helping them follow through on their list. And we, you know, just make sure all those things get done every day. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because a couple, couple things I want to say in response to what you said. So first of all, I don't remember teaching my kids to use a checklist because I think they just saw me doing it in front mm-hmm. of them for so long. So mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, Teaching them to be diligent and finish work, to me, that's a different skill than using the checklist. So that, yeah, we sure. did have to learn how to do that. But actually like using the list to say, this is what I have to do today and I'm going to check these off. I think they just watched me do it when they were little. And so they just, like, I can't tell you an age. They just gradually morphed into. And even with, uh, you know, even now when they look at their checklist, there's some things that they do with me. And so they come and yeah. find me to do the thing on their checklist. So it's not yeah. like I give them the list and they're completely independent, even at 12 or 14 or whatever. Um, and then the second thing is the beauty of the checklist is the checklist tells you what to do, you know, mm-hmm. and mom doesn't have to tell you like yes. they separate mom from the checklist. So the checklist is telling them what to do, which seems a little more palatable sometimes. And then always honor the checklist. Never like when they get done, never add things to the checklist. They need to trust that the checklist is honest. So yeah. Yeah. We could do a whole show about checklists. We could. We totally could. Because yeah, I like teaching them to use the checklist. I think it probably partly depends on your kids' personalities for sure. But there there were a lot of days where we did are you done with your schoolwork? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I am. I think I've done everything. You did your checklist. Like, did you look at it? I don't know where it is, but I'm pretty sure I did everything. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't fly. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, where's your checklist? I haven't seen your checklist. It's like, I don't know. I think I, I lost it. Like, yeah, too bad. <laughs> I just went, <laughs> it's a file on my computer and I can click print again. You still have to actually do all those things. <laughs> I love that. Oh, goodness. Yep. Yeah. So checklists and independence, those are two like totally separate <laughs> animals. So. Well, our topic today is pick two. Just and pick so, two. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I remember hearing older homeschool moms say at least something along this line, these lines, if not this exactly. And I've just found it to be true myself as, you know, as moms, we have all these different areas of responsibility and a lot of things to keep track of, a lot of work to do all around the house. So yep. we are homeschooling, educating our kids. That's one. We are keeping up somewhat with the house, you know, cleaning, (laughs) bathrooms, laundry, uh, and it's more because all of our kids and ourselves, we're home all day. So everything gets used more. Yeah. So cleaning ratchets up a notch or maybe the cleaning doesn't, but the need to clean. (laughs) 
<laughs> ratchets up a notch with homeschooling. And then everyone needs to eat like three times a day, if not more. And so we have, you know, these three very big categories and any one of them really actually could, we could take a whole day to do any one of them really well. But yeah. we're trying to juggle all three of them. And so, but you can't actually do all three to the level that you want to do. So you have to pick which two. Have you found that to be true? Totally. And I'm going to add more things to the list. Like if you're a work at home mom, uh, yeah. you know, the work that you do. If you are, or, I mean, if you're a work outside the home mom, even. Um, if you are trying to exercise and lose weight, uh, that's, that's a, thing. a thing. That's a thing. That's totally a thing. Like how am I getting my 10,000 steps in and planning my meals? And like, that's a thing. And so, yeah, it's not the, the big three or the big three. But then you start adding these other things on there, too, that if you're going to do well, uh, if you're doing the spring clothing switch out, that's a thing that's a <laughs> for as long as you've got, you know, for as long as that's hanging over you and you've got to do that, that's one of your things. And on any given day, you can probably get two done well. So it could be that on Monday you got to get up and say, OK, we're doing the spring clothing switched out and homeschooling, and I'm probably not getting my 10,000 steps in. You know, we might be eating something from the freezer for dinner, you know, like, yeah. It's not Some that you don't do the other things, but you can't expect to do them really, really well. And I think that's the thing is this whole concept is about putting pressure on yourself to do things really, really well. It's not that the other things don't get done. It's just that they don't get done you know, you can only do two things really well and everything else is just kind of, it has to be just kind of what it is. Mm -hmm. So it is mm -hmm. what it is. Or yeah, or even when, um, you know, if your family learns of an allergy or a health condition that t requires more attention on the food, yeah, like then that, you might not even think of that as doing it well, but where that's become something that you really have to pay attention to and it becomes a bigger part of your day, like something else has to give. give. Yep. Yeah. yeah, very much so. And yeah, and it's not that you're not doing the other things. I mean, I think that you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I can't just homeschool and switch out the clothes and us not eat. You're going to eat. Right. But you're not going to be cooking gourmet meals. You know, you're not going to be doing the big dinners. You're going to be doing something like totally quick and easy. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think it's important to have like, the quick and easy systems in place, number one. And then number two, I think the biggest message here is don't beat yourself up about the fact that you can't do more than two things well at any one time. Yeah. And if yeah. you're homeschooling, most of the time homeschooling has to be one of those things. I say that because like for the past month, it hasn't been in my house. <laughs> and we should, we should say sickness is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 And, you know, I like one of, one of the things you said there off the cuff, but I think we should emphasize too, is you said in any given day. And yeah. sometimes when we look at all the different areas of responsibility that we have and kind of start despairing about anyone or maybe um, getting to the point where we've, we've actually written one of them almost entirely off, you know, like say cleaning. You know, um, no, neither one of us would ever do that. <laughs> <is he? laughs> 
<laughs> is that it's not okay for the rest of my life now I have to pick two and I won't ever get good at the other one right but your attention and doing like we're gonna go we're gonna do this today it, it's today so you can say you know on uh you know Monday pick a day this is the day that we don't have any other activities going on and my husband comes home from work at a regular time. And so we're going to have a family dinner on this day. Right. And um, that's, that's something. So you can homeschool and do that. And as you kind of accommodate your energy levels and ability, um, you can, increase your you know what's quick and simple yeah you know if if you aren't very practiced in cooking like just get the convenience meal and if because if you're going to level up your cooking ability like that's actually a big thing it's not just something you can work in around the edges it's going to take attention and energy for the that's the biggest thing really is mom mental energy. So I think a lot of times we look around and say like, everything's terrible. I'm going to try to do everything so much better. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, just do one thing and, you know, maybe try to get a little bit better at one other thing and, you know, just kind of move your attention around, but not the, the goal isn't to do everything perfectly all the time. Right. We're not, we're not going to get there. <laughs> right. You know, you and I both use a system where we have a daily top three, uh, yeah. you know. And so somebody asked one time, do we put homeschooling? Like as homeschooling moms, do we put our homeschooling on our daily top three? And and I uh, I think we kind of both answered this the same way. I don't normally put homeschooling on my daily top three because I've got my systems and it's kind of running well and it's doing its own thing. And so I don't have to put it on my daily top three. But in a season where we've been lately, <laughs> where, <laughs> you know, it's been hard to get the homeschooling done, it actually made it on my daily top three today. <laughs> Homeschool well made it on my daily top three. <laughs> And morning time was one of those things and actually get science done. So, yeah. you know, it's like most of the time I don't like homeschooling doesn't necessarily, it, it's kind of running on its systems. Like I get all the systems set up in the summer. Now in the summer, homeschool planning is definitely one of my things, you know, mm -hmm. but once I get the system set up, it pretty much runs by itself until it falls off the rails like it did in the past month with, with us being sick. And now I need to get it back on the rails again. And then it right. becomes one of those daily things. So, yeah. yeah. And I actually do almost always put homeschool on my top three, even though it is, you know, just the thing that we do at this point in our life, <laughs> because, you know, I'm over a decade into homeschooling. I've, I figured out that homeschooling takes time, <laughs> but it really does. <laughs> one of the reasons why I put it on my top three, even though it's not something that takes a ton of my mental energy is to remind myself that it, I would, I tend to be a project person and I want to think that I'm going to do other projects. And so I always yeah. put it as the top one on my daily three, 
to take up that space because homeschooling does take up time and it counts. It counts when I do it, even if um, I would have liked to do something else. It's like this first. So I put it there to remind myself like this first doesn't matter. Um, Even if it's the minimum viable day, homeschooling is actually going to take up time. um, And you don't have time for three projects in a day. Yes. Well, and, okay. And so along those same lines, another thing that went on mine today were like my my lives and my meetings. Like I had yeah, multiple just, meetings and like multiple live events. That's on my calendar. You don't think about that being on your to-do list. But today it was taking up such a huge chunk of my time. It kept me from putting other things in that yeah, slot because exactly. I had to do. Yeah. 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 So I think the main message here, guys, is time is finite and we only have like, you know, so much of it that we can use (laughs) and, (laughs) you know, you can't, you can't expect to do everything at a high level all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Time is finite and our mental energy is finite. Our physical energy is finite. If yours isn't, let me tell you, it's coming, sister. You're going to turn 50 and it's going to be finite like a ton of bricks on top of you. (laughs) So on that cheerful note. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. Make sure and keep your expectations realistic. And it's actually better to just choose a choose fewer things to really give your time and attention to rather than spread yourself too thin. And then, um, you know, just not be happy with the way anything is going because the important things aren't getting your time and energy. So it's okay if the other things fall away, if you're giving your time and energy to the things that are going to count and it can be different each day so that you can kind of keep those plates spinning. But it, it's a, it's something that requires making tough choices as the mom and that's okay. Yep. That's what we do as moms. We make tough choices. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us and we hope to see you again next week. Bye. Bye.